It's time for the top four at four with Levac and Gaz. Four biggest stories in the world of sports. Gaz breaks them down for us. It's all brought to you by Mohawk Honda. I love that Mohawk family myself. Obviously, stories four through one is all my brand new pickup truck that I got from the Mohawk family. I'm very much in love with and just would like to go out and just sit in it. That is not the number one oh, or okay. two or three or four story. Wow. Wow. Biased. Biased. Just a programming note. Thanks to our friends in Mohawk Honda. We will be there Tuesday, May 30th. We have a show on Memorial Day. We will be live on Memorial Day, 3 to 5. That's right. We're not slacking on the holiday. Live LeVac and Gaza on Memorial Day and then live Tuesday in Mohawk Honda Thank in you. Glenville. I want a day off. You know what? Never mind. Uh, the Detroit Lions, they're in the headlines. It's wow. weird they make the top four at four, but one of our wow. pals, Kaylin Kaler, you may remember her, friend of the show. She's now with The Athletic. She's reporting that a fifth Detroit Lions player is now under investigation for violating the league's rules on sports betting. Oh, Kaylin no. reports that a player currently under investigation was not a member of of the 2022 team. Not sure if that's better or worse, but that's the report. You might have missed this earlier this spring that four members of the Detroit Lions were suspended for a different amount of reasons last month because of that ongoing investigation. Jamison Williams, the star wide receiver from Alabama, one of those players as well. LeVac, now up to five Lions hit with this sports betting suspension. Is this suspension by the NFL for these players likely better for the future? Or is there still some of this that's kind of stupid of why the suspension happened? Um, I have I have become more and more uh, of the, the belief that the majority of the rules in the NFL are not the rule you think they are. They're all IQ tests. So like um, Chris Long, you know, defensive lineman, Rams and Eagles and everything, he always said that the drug testing was an IQ test. You knew when they were coming. You knew when they were going to, like, around about. So if you if you didn't smoke pot for, like, three weeks a year, you were good. They would leave you alone. Um, this, to my understanding, unless there's parts of these rules that I just am not aware of, uh, basically, if you don't bet on NFL football or in an NFL facility, they leave you alone. That's all. That's it. And and by the way, for a fee, I'll bet on NFL football for you. I'll do it. I'm not I'm not <laughs> proud. I'm if it means you stay on the field. Like they everybody bet when it was illegal. You know they did. They're not just learning to bet right now. People bet all along. They didn't get caught. It it knows where you are. So you can't bet at an NFL facility. That's the easiest part. And also, it knows who you are, so you can't bet on football. Okay, you bet baseball, basketball, badminton, horse racing. You, I, I, I feel like I'm not positive. You might be able to get away with a little college football here and there. I'm not. I don't. That might be wrong. But again, all you have to do is not bet on an NFL facility or or a football game, and you won't get in trouble. IQ test. It's not a gambling rule. It's an IQ test. The anti-sports wagers who are out before all this became legal, this is what they were yelling. The players are going to get infected. It's going to happen. We got to worry about them. 
Look, this is not even the college baseball thing. The college baseball thing is a whole different yeah. thing going on with Alabama and SEC schools. And that made it so obvious that why are stacks of money showing up? Like, and guess what? <laughs> it's 2023. It got sniffed out. Technology's great for this stuff. If this was a thing in 2003 or 1983, who knows? It might have been, but I don't think at this predominant level because sports wagering always lived in the shadows. It would have been harder to track. They tracked it down. You laid out the rules. It's pretty simple. Look, there were so many people that were screaming about Calvin Ridley. Like, hey, a, a, a year-long suspension's right. too long. No, right. it's not. Like, the guy bet on the NFL. He had a terrible bet. What was it like a 17 parlay? Like, yeah. don't bet on the sport you participate in. The Pete Rose thing, we won't even do this on a Friday. Look, don't bet on the sport you're a part of. Don't do it where you're working. Those are two simple rules. So, yeah. Yes, suspend at whatever level this is. This is not hard, and this should be an example. Now we all know the rules, and NFL players, hopefully by the Lions, will know the rules too. When I was growing up, my neighbor, she worked for the New York State Lottery. So she couldn't play the New York State Lottery. She'd do everything else. She'd go bet horses, any of it. Could not bet on New York. Could, couldn't buy a scratch-off ticket. That, those were the rules. I don't. I think she was like an accountant. I don't even think she like did any of the, the stuff. That would, guess what she didn't do? She didn't participate in New York State Lottery. She made good money for for her whole like the, the whole time she was my neighbor, and she had fun doing other things. That's it. You and I have worked in radio stations that mostly our entire adult lives. We can't win prizes on other stations. That's just it. Can't do it. It's okay. All right. Story number three involves the Major League Baseball schedule of games for tonight. Your home for Boston Red Sox baseball is right here at Fox Sports ninety five nine and nine eighty. The Red Sox. Continue, I want to say the West Coast road trip, but technically Arizona doesn't have a time zone. They play the Diamondbacks. 940, ha-ha! 940 first pitch there. Yankees take on the Padres, but this one's in New York. Levac, the Padres, really good team the Yankees face off with tonight. Yeah, they're just not they're not playing up to their full potential. So I think if you're gonna beat them, now's the time to beat them. And if my theory is correct that that Aaron Boone blowing a gasket on the field is is motivating to the team. Let's go out there. You can't you, listen. You had a nice little five-game win streak going. That's gone. Now you got a two-game losing streak going. Let's not make it three, boys. Let's get out there and get some wins. More likely to melt down tonight. Max Scherzer, who's pitching against the Rockies. That's an eight forty start. Ooh. They're out in Denver time. Max Scherzer to have some sort of meltdown, yelling at the umpire, yelling at the ball, or Yankee fan talking probably fifty-plus-year-old Yankee fan trying to find the game on Apple TV Plus tonight. Yeah. And then trying to figure out who Randy Vasquez is, who they called up today to pitch for the Yankees. Who, And by the way, Aaron Hicks officially released by the New York Yankees. No longer DFA'd, officially released. Uh, yeah, Sue, so it's, it's funny because I, I, know, I know how to get Apple TV. It's when it's on Peacock I get freaked out because I, I don't have any access to that. So um, this old man won't be yelling about it, but many will, yes. Somewhere people who have Netflix are going to realize this weekend, what do you mean we can't share passwords anymore? What? <laughs> I thought this email was fake. I thought you guys tried this months ago. I also would go with, yeah, you know what? I'm going to go with older Yankee fan yelling about Apple TV+. Plus. One day you won't. Today is not the day, though. Okay. But, mm, how do I do number two here? <laughs> you you know, go to the bathroom. And this is going to be controversial here. At Tom Goss, T-O-M-G, it was easy on Twitter. At Fox Sports on Facebook. WOFX980 on Twitter. I'm going with this story as number two. The Albany Empire take the field this weekend. The Albany Empire return to MVP Arena. And since the last time the Albany Empire played at home, a lot's happened. (laughs) 
Former That's a nice way to say it. Former NFL wide receiver, now owner of the team, majority owner, Antonio Brown, is scheduled to take the field. Social media posts have said he is going to suit up for the Empire. Upcoming this weekend, a 7 o'clock kickoff is set as the Empire hosts the Fainville Mustangs. There are a lot of storylines in this. If you missed it earlier in the show, go back and listen. Apple and Spotify of what we've thought about this Empire game coming up. But LeVac... Let's just talk game this time. Sure. Let's just talk game. game. Um, Antonio Brown has been listed on the National Arena League transaction wire. He has been acquired and signed by the Empire. So that was the that was a hurdle. He had to sign a contract with the league as a player to participate in practice and to play. He has done that. So that, boom, big step right there. Uh, Roland Rivers the third back as your QB. It's a big dude right there. And you're going up against the Fayetteville Mustangs. Mustangs playing some good, some good football. Rakeem Cato is a fun quarterback to watch. Uh, Kerry Starks, newly acquired. Braden Thorpe, newly acquired. We have the work cut out for him chasing Cato around the field. I haven't been able to do this in a long time. A long time. I think Fayetteville beats Albany this weekend. I'm making a prediction about the Empire. As the former broadcaster of the team, Rodney Smith and Andrew Santillo on the call, those guys do a great job on the YouTube side. Fayetteville's going to win for this storyline we have not even touched on. Imagine if you're a Fayetteville jack linebacker or defensive back and you've got Antonio Brown on the outside. Imagine you're one of these young players for the Mustangs and this is your moment. You probably haven't had a moment like this since you were a high school player. And you know the college scouts are in the crowd. You might be playing FBS, FCS, D2. You know not just NAL eyes, not just football eyes, but there are rumors and reports from Antonio Brown's now agent, J.R. Rickett, that he is getting some general interest from NFL teams. Well, if that's true and that's the case... Those NFL teams are watching this game Saturday. And now if you're a Fayetteville Mustang defensive back, what better way to get yourself on an NFL radar than slow down Antonio Brown? That hype, that excitement, that enthusiasm where guys were clawing and scratching. LeVac, you see it up close and personal covering multiple NAL teams from Carolina to Albany to others. Fayetteville's defense is going to be so fired up that I don't think that intensity is ever going to let up for the Albany Empire with so many changes on offense. I think Fayetteville wins, and that defense is going to be playing at a whole nother level to be the guy that says, I slowed down Antonio Brown. It's not as simple as going to run out for a go-route and score a touchdown, is it? I mean, it's a different game. Well, I think it's part of it, too. I think I think as a whole, like forget about the opportunities that you would have to be noticed by you know stopping him. You've also got a guy who's never played a single down of arena indoor football, and he's going to come in here and act like he's better than you. In your game, that I'd have a chip on my shoulder. I mean, it's not like Tevin Homer plays for Fayetteville. Oh wait, he does. Empire fans are very familiar with Tevin Homer. Tevin Homer's had a cup of coffee with the Washington football team. The you know this. I would imagine Tevin Homer is going to be like wherever wherever eighty four goes. That's where I'm going. I would imagine. But you've also got Kendrick Ings, who is one of the best arena receivers out there. You know, you got Larry Beavers Jr. who plays who plays both ways, wide receiver and defensive back. Fayetteville put together a nice roster. Coach Dunning thinks he's hysterical. He compares me every fat white guy he knows. It's you know, we he, if he wasn't so jacked and scary looking, uh, we would we would have had an issue. But no, it's it's that's a good that that is a, for a team that didn't exist a year ago. 
They've done a lot of really good work moving forward. Rakeem Cato is a lot of fun. I tried to get him in Columbus the short stint I was down there. So they're a good team. They they are if both teams played up to their full potential and that and I'm saying without Antonio Brown playing more than one or two two possessions, Fayetteville's better than Albany. If A B goes out there and he just takes to this, that's gonna be a hell of a game. Play-by-play and color commentators will joke about this in the pregame. A very simple question of what's the game plan? And usually the color commentator would tell you, okay, here's the scouting report. I want to score more than the other team. I don't don't think Rodney's going to say that on the broadcast. He might. But usually, hey, you break down what this team can do to have success against another team. That's usually the pregame talk. Seriously, though, like, what is the game plan for the Albany Empire? Because we've talked about Antonio Brown playing maybe five plays, maybe one play. That's a significant difference when you're trying to run an offense. Like, okay, I've got an all-pro wide receiver who's also the owner of the team. It's going to be really odd for me to call plays for my boss. Uh, I mean, boss, aren't you calling the plays because you're kind of... The whole awkwardness of that maybe is also underestimated, too, of do I sub him out of the game? Does he sub himself well, out? How do I run an off? I have no clue how the Empire is going to actually have a game plan against Fayetteville. And if if Fayetteville is naive enough to ignore guys like Patton, and I think I think Gers, Fabian Gers is, is is still here. I'm not positive. I don't. It's very tumultuous. We'll say. Um, if you ignore those guys, they're going to get open deep, and they're going to hurt you. So it's it it could be very very interesting. It could be very very interesting. Again, talent to talent, without seven-time Pro Bowler Antonio Brown on the field, Fayetteville's the favorite in this game. I might take some heat from Capital Region sports fans, the voice of the Capital Region sports fans right here, Fox Sports 95, 9 and 90, that I did not have the Empire as the number one story here in the top four four. However, the number one story today is all-pro wide receiver DeAndre Hopkins. Is now signed with the Albany Empire. That's not. No? Oh, epic. Sorry. I he, know. he was cut by the Arizona Cardinals today, so that makes me a complete free agent. That that is a big, big deal, but we've already talked a lot. We probably we probably should take a little time on this one. Okay. Because I, I my question my number one question becomes this. Is there a team that doesn't want him? <laughs> like, like is there any team that doesn't want that man right now? I'm ready to defend myself against haters who thought the Empire should be number one because of how big I feel about this dude. But before we talk about DeAndre Hopkins, I still think the Empire's gonna number one. Whatever. Let's talk about Mohawk Honda. Again, yeah! t- Tuesday, May 30th, we are gonna be there broadcasting live. Cannot wait to be out in Glenville this weekend, especially if you are looking for a new vehicle. Maybe a certified pre-owned vehicle. The place for you is Mohawk Honda. Check them out on social media. Nick and Nate are always doing a great job. John and service and more. I know from experience, the pilot, love it. Best mm-hmm. vehicle I've ever had, driving around the Capital Region. I'm off to a fun event this weekend with the family. I'm taking the pilot out there, moving the car seat in. I don't have to worry about the things that might go wrong on a road trip. Because your wife will drive. She likes the pilot, enjoys driving <laughs> the vehicle. Happy wife, happy life. Yeah, Guys, telling you, get the vehicle. Whatever it is, whether you got the family, you got two kids, maybe you just want a vehicle that you feel safe in, whatever you're looking for, the staff there in Mohawk Honda will work with you to find it that fits your budget, your lifestyle, and more. Mohawk Honda in Glenville. People you can trust during the carbon experience. I know. Tell them, guys, right here from Levac and Goss, Fox Sports 95, 9 and 980. You stopped in because of us. All right, let's talk about DeAndre Hopkins. You ready for this, Levac? I'm ready. Let's do that next. All right.
Wendy's $3 breakfast deal is your choice of bacon or sausage, egg and Swiss croissant, plus a small seasoned potatoes for just $3. Break your morning routine and get your $3 breakfast deal today. Limited time only at participating U.S. Wendy's during breakfast hours. With no fees or minimums and no overdraft fees, banking with Capital One is the easiest decision in the history of decisions. Even easier than choosing Slash to be in your band. Next up for lead guitar. You're in. Cool. Yep, even easier than that. With no fees or minimums and no overdraft fees, is it even a decision? That's banking reimagined. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com slash bank. For- All right. Uh, listen, so the top four at four is behind us. Gaz, you did your normal waffle, like where you didn't, I didn't feel like you really knew where you wanted to go for two or one. One, you land on D-Hop, Duke, the Nuke, DeAndre Hopkins, so let's talk about it. Let's talk about this guy who's out there. Like, all right, so here's what we here's what we knew before. When he was still on the Cardinals roster, three teams were going after him hot and heavy. The Baltimore Ravens, the Buffalo Bills, and the New England Patriots. Am I crazy for saying that if he's a free agent, 31 teams should be going after him right now? You are not crazy, and I will take it a step further. This is why DeAndre Hopkins— 32, the Cardinals should bring him back! <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> This is why I have this at one and not the Empire at one for the weekend. Because this signing of DeAndre Hopkins, whoever gets him, whatever team lands Hopkins, is going to have an impact not just in September and October. But I truly feel like this is a season-shifting and potentially Super Bowl-clinching move. Now think about this. You just listed off three teams there. Bills, Patriots, and Ravens, you said, right? Yep. So let's start with Baltimore. If Baltimore gets a healthy, now paid, Lamar Jackson, Odell Beckham Jr., some young receivers they've been adding to, a healthy backfield, Baltimore— Munkin is the, is the OC now, right? That's right. So it's a passing offense. Baltimore was my pick to win the Super Bowl last season, and they have a better roster this season, especially if Hop is there. Bills fans, him and Diggs, and the big thing that a lot of people nationally, not so much locally, but nationally forget— Oh, yeah, Von Miller got hurt. How different is the stretch run there for Buffalo if you have a healthy Von Miller rushing the passer, especially against Joe Burrow? For years, people questioned the Bengals' offensive line. How different is that game with Von Miller? And we saw what he did for the Rams in that Super Bowl. That's going to go down as one of the best defensive pass rushing them and the Giants all time when you had Miller and Donald coming off one edge. And the Patriots, they look and say, we right now, experts would call us the fourth best team in the AFC East. How much difference can Hopkins make for our young quarterback? So those are just three. But Levesque, you tell me that San Fran lands him? I can see San Fran winning the Super Bowl with Debo and D-Hop. You tell me yeah. a team like the Eagles with A.J. Brown and yeah, Kansas City? You could go through the list of teams you think could be Super Bowl contenders this season and D-Hop can really put a team over the top. I know he's older. I know he's a veteran. This is a Super Bowl-changing move, I believe, if Hopkins lands with a true contender, which he plans on doing. All right, so let's do this. Like This is this is what, if I'm somehow invited in the room, right? Like, DeAndre Hopkins goes, you know, I saw Jeff LeVac try to speak sense into Antonio Brown, and he didn't listen. So I am going to bring him into my inner, inner circle. Ooh. And now I want I want to know what you think. I, want, I just again I just need a seat at the table. I don't need you know I don't need final say. D Hop. I need I need a seat at the table. 
I love the Ravens idea if Hopkins is convinced that Lamar Jackson can throw outside the numbers now. Because, again, we, we've seen him begin to do this, but it's not something he does consistently. Mark Andrews is going to be the number one receiver. OBJ is in there. Uh, Zay Flowers. They've got, they've got pieces. You put them over the top if you believe he's the guy worthy of throwing you the ball this year. Because, again, it's up to you now. You're the free agent. As far as the Patriots go, Bill O'Brien traded you in March of 2020, and you didn't seem very happy about it. Now he runs that offense. Hmm. Mac Jones, not the quarterback I'm going to if I'm you. So unless Belichick works some kind of Jedi, Dark Sith Lord magic, I don't think that I think the Pats are out. Bills are great. Bills are great for a couple reasons. Josh Allen is a real deal guy. You're now the second wide receiver on this team because Diggs is one. That means that anytime they you pick your poison, who are you double covering? Oh, by the way, Gabe Davis is blowing the top off your defense. Like, you'll be able to run the ball just because they're going to have to drop four or five in a coverage. I love the Bills for them. Number one for me is Kansas City. It's Patrick Mahomes. We talked about this yesterday. At some point in the next couple seasons, Mahomes' deal is going to get reworked. If I'm Mahomes, I'm now walking into the front office and going, rework my deal right now, free up the money to bring DeAndre Hopkins here, because then I have a real number one for the first time since Hill left. Give me D-Hop. I want him right now. Get it done. So that that's those are like the easy ones for me. Like I just I think if I can go play with Mahomes, they did something where he like made faces based on whether he wanted to play somewhere. I saw that interview, yeah. Yeah. And the Jets and the Pats seem to be out. But him and the Jets would be interesting. Him with the Giants could be interesting. Like him anywhere is interesting. But like if I'm him, I'm looking directly at Kansas City right now to go get my Super Bowl. So Kansas City. I feel the same and way. Buffalo, and Buffalo. Okay, yeah. So Buffalo and Kansas City, let's just match them up against each other because there's a big difference here between Kansas City and Buffalo because of these two words. Necessity versus luxury. There could be a case made by the Kansas City front office that says, hey, we don't need DeAndre Hopkins. And they're not wrong. Like, they right. want Super Bowls right. without Hopkins. So they can say, hey, we've got Patrick Mahomes. It doesn't matter who he's throwing the football to. He can make plays. They're not wrong, but they can get a lot better with him. Uh, by the way, Cincinnati is not in this mix either. Cincinnati's wide receivers are really good. If you are Buffalo, all New York teams, Buffalo, the Jets, and the Giants, mm-hmm. we just laid out the case for Buffalo. This could push them over the top to beat Kansas City, Cincinnati. We see that a lot in college, right? You go after a recruit so the other team doesn't get them. Right. Maybe that's Kansas City's play here. For the Jets and the Giants, you referenced that weird yes-no-I thing Hopkins did earlier this spring. <laughs> yes. If my time frame is correct... There was rumors that Rodgers was going to be a Jet, but it wasn't gone through yet. Like, there was rumors he might be a Jet. So maybe the opinion of DeAndre Hopkins changes now that Aaron Rodgers is there. And if you're a Jet fan, imagine that. Like, you're battling potentially for the top of the AFCs. It's a whole different conversation if Aaron Rodgers is thrown to DeAndre Hopkins. Rodgers is a Hall of Fame quarterback. Hopkins is right on the fringe right there. He might be for some people. But that is a potentially first-place move. And how about the New York Giants, though? Giant fan, big blue fan, you could make this argument against Philadelphia and Dallas. How do you catch those two teams in the division? The easiest take would be Daniel Jones has to be better. That's the easiest take. It's not, the, it's not wrong, but it's the easiest take. How do you make Daniel Jones, who you just re-signed, better? 
Give him some weapons. You tried with Kenny Galladay. He stunk. This is a whole different thing. If DeAndre Hopkins is catching footballs from Daniel Jones, you and I could sit down in September and October and say, why can't the Giants win the NFC East? Could this move have changed the culture or everything else? Brian Dayball, offensive mo- All of this is good for all the New York teams. First place in the division, potentially a deep run in the playoffs. I'm not overhyping D-Hop. Every team could potentially change their season if they sign him. And I think all the New York teams all should be involved. If I was going to do a betting favorite on this one, I'd do what I want. Woo-hoo! I'd do what I want. Dallas. Dallas. Can you imagine CeeDee Lamb, DeAndre Hopkins, Brandon Cooks, Michael Gallup? Just to, just to name a few. Tony Pollard, because Zeke's not coming back, but still. Right. right. I mean, th- this this is a total Jerry Jones move. To just get in the front of the line somehow and be like, D-Hop, listen, you ever, ever hunt boar out of a helicopter? I'll do, because I'll do what I want. Pew, 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 pew. So I... That would be my short list too. If if I'm if I'm Hopkins, it's going Kansas City, Dallas, Buffalo, and then and then if if for some reason I can't get what I want out of those three, then I'll start talking to other teams. Why Dallas over Buffalo? Uh, Texas over Orchard Park. You know, it's it's he, it's a guy who's been down south his whole career as far as a pro. Um, the there's no doubt in my mind as much as the Western New York lifestyle suits me great. I can't say it suits, you know, dude, dude around 30 years old, a lot of money in his pocket, wants to live a good life, have some fun, maybe hop on a big old bus with, you know, with, with Jarrah. I, I think you could, if, if you want a chance to win and to live that plus lifestyle, Dallas wins out. If you just want to win the Super Bowl, it's probably, I would probably lean Buffalo. That last statement there makes me think so like, how much he could be loved? And that's that's the great question here with a veteran wide receiver like DeAndre Hopkins. What is going to make you the most happy? Is it that luxury lifestyle in Dallas you could have? Is it legacy? Because if you win a Super Bowl as a wide receiver, sometimes that's what's going to push you over the top. I think of players like Julio Jones and A.J. Green, how differently we might view them if they want a Super Bowl. But if Hopkins does, all of a sudden, is he a Hall of Famer? Like, Is that the thing he needs to be considered one of the what top 20, 15 wide receivers of all time. That stuff matters to people. So we're talking legacy, we're talking luxury, or maybe the most important, money. Money's always nice, yeah. Who's going to give me the fattest contract? All this stuff sounds great, guys, but uh, I don't have a lot of time left as a wide receiver, as an impact player. Whatever team throws me the most cash means the most to me. It's hard to answer that. Like, you could pick one of those three, and he's going to have every lane to pick one of these three. But that last part about Buffalo. I know people love Josh Allen. People oh, yeah. love Sean McDermott. Yep. Stephon Diggs is becoming more and more of a fan, and we watched with a wide receiver with a lot of pressure on him, Sammy Watkins, and didn't work out. Diggs could. Hopkins' legacy and love for Buffalo, if he's able to even get them to the Super Bowl, like, okay, that's the reason why. D-Hop yeah. was the reason why. But there's also, you know, when you go into the Houston area, it is a weird vibe of, uh, for Dallas. Like, it's a weird vibe. Like, people... People who love Houston hate Dallas. People who tolerate Houston wish they were at Dallas. Like it's just it's just how it is down there. So as he got soured on the Texans, did he start looking lovingly across the state over at the Dallas Fort Worth area and going, you know, I'd look really good at Jared's world. I'd look really good there. It's and, and that star means something to a lot of people. As much as 
the Buffalo fan base is something that I would I would I would treasure if I was a player because the mafia is crazy in the best possible way for their players. You you put that star on your helmet. That's different. Our guy, I know he works for the Four Letter Network, but Brian Windhorse Windy. O- over the last year got famous for that meme now where both of his index fingers are up in the air and he's like, Why is that? Maybe we need to address Arizona not trading him. Why is that? Like they couldn't find anybody to take DeAndre Hopkins. Was Hopkins just too difficult to work with? How, how did this happen? Maybe details will come out of how he had to get released, and everybody knew they wanted to get rid of him. So that's all NFL teams are like, we're not going to trade for him because we know we know you're going to let him go. Exactly. That seems like the most likely answer. But I'm hyping him up like he's going to potentially win a Super Bowl for a team. You're hyping him up the same way. But Arizona couldn't find anybody to trade this. Maybe we're missing something about Hopkins' health or status because the Brian Windhorse fingers are up. Wondering why is that? Why why couldn't they trade him? Well, also his contract, right? I mean, it's it's a big number. Con- He's not going to get what he was getting. It's just not going to happen. So I guess maybe like you would trade for him so that you would get him, and then you would have a chance to work with him and figure out you know how it's going to work for you long term. But at the same time, waiting for him to be cut, now it's a fresh deal. You can do whatever whatever you want. Like you're you're all good. You can do. You can do anything, anything. Um, his his dead cap hit is twenty two point six mil. I mean that's <laughs> that's impressive, but like he yeah he had signed a um, he was his average salary was twenty seven point five, so <laughs> that's a it's a lot of money for and I think he makes the most sense as as a two receiver because he still has one receiver skills, but I think as a two. Put him next to a Diggs. Put him next to a CD Lamb. You know, put him next to one of these great, like these, like a Justin Jefferson or or you know Cooper Cup or whoever. And now all of a sudden he's seeing that second best corner, and now he's going to put up number one numbers out of your second spot. Maybe just because you mentioned Dallas, but now this guy just keeps popping in my head about how this whole thing went down because it's a wide receiver who's been really productive who gets cut post draft. And that's really important because a lot of teams' rosters have been structured to be without DeAndre Hopkins. And the player that keeps popping in my mind is Des Bryant. Because (laughs) Des Bryant, a similar thing happened. He was a really good wide receiver, aging, gets cut in between the drafting camp, and Des is coming off that season. Did Des catch it or not? How different do we view the Cowboys if that play in Green Bay is called differently? It doesn't feel like the production is going to be Des. And here's the thing about Des Bryant, though. Back-to-back injuries. Like, right. maybe how he, we viewed he, him. He, right. had been, he had been falling down yeah. stat-wise, too. And Hopkins was juicy, not getting injured. Well, and, and Hopkins, both of them are headaches to their organization, but for different reasons. Hopkins was a headache because he didn't want to really be there anymore. Des Bryant was a headache because he had a pet monkey that was pooping all over his rental property. Like, <laughs> like in Which doing is worse. crazy stuff. Which is worse. Right. Uh, I'll, I'll go with the pet And remember, there was there was a rumor that there was like some kind of Walmart parking lot video out there of something Des did in the middle of all of this. And Dallas was like, dude, we will keep you, but you have to agree to a babysitter, a, a handler, if you will. And he's like, no, I'm a grown man. I'm not going to do that. And Dallas was like, well, then you're not going to play here. So like that's, that's the deal. Like, DeAndre Hopkins, to your point, like, do I believe he's healthy enough without without medication that is illegal to the league, steroids, you know, performance enhancing, any of that stuff? If I do believe that, 
I want him. He's a game changer. They, the people of Houston love him. They they still love him. I was there for one of his last games when he just torched the Raiders. <laughs> he was, I mean, and every time he touched the ball, it was big. It was, I mean, the place blew up. D Hop, Duke. Yeah. Right. yeah. So, um, I would go. I would go all in on him if, if, if again, I medically I thought he was going to be himself for two years. What, what are we talking? Two years, forty. Two years, forty-three, something like that. That seems like a pretty fair deal to me, and especially if, look, maybe three years, sixty, but you you only guarantee like thirty-five of it or something. That's how Hopkins plays it. We've mentioned almost double-digit teams. He can play it off of each other. Hey, this team's offering me this. This team's offering that. Right. I would go with three. A little money, a lot of money, I should say. A lot of money up front. See, I'm the difference. You want to go win your Super Bowl? You want to go all in? I'm the difference. And he might be right. I think he is going to be right. Especially, again, if you already have certain pieces and you add him in. You know, like, I, if if he if he comes in and he's he's far and away your number one receiver, I think it's a mistake. If he, if he comes in and your quarterback can't throw downfield, your quarterback can't throw outside the numbers, like, I would love to bring him in the Raiders to put him with Devontae Adams. I would love that if we still had Derek Carr. I don't know if Jimmy Garoppolo is going to get the ball downfield a lot. That's why Devontae, I don't know if Devontae Adams is going to be a Raider, you know, very far from now. The the Patriots, Mac Jones wants to throw the ball down the field once in a while. I just, if I'm DeAndre Hopkins, what can Bill O'Brien say to me that would make me choose him again over another team? Because, again, I mean, maybe, maybe Bill O'Brien wasn't the problem. Maybe it was somebody else in the Houston organization he didn't like. I don't remember all the details. I remember the trade being garbage. It was uh, DeAndre Hopkins and a fourth round pick for David Johnson, a second round pick. And I think like a, a fourth round pick or something the following year. Ooh, or something. That was good, man. That was off the top of your head. Yeah, that uh, trade's almost five plus years ago, well, right? Cause Ooh. I remember I blamed you for the trade because you took David Johnson number one overall like, in, in fantasy <laughs> like, and destroyed his career. Oh, wait a second. Not long before that. Oh, and I liked watching him play right up until you ruined his life. But, um, and then, and I've, I've always liked DeAndre Hopkins. I've, and that's, that's one of those traits, too. When you see that, you look at your team and go, you couldn't put a running back and some picks together to get DeAndre Hopkins? What the hell's the matter with you? Why are you my favorite team? What's wrong with you? Why is Arizona better than us? What's going on? I want him to end up a New York team. So I, Bill, my list is Bills, Jets, Giants. I think the Bills are going to get him. So I'm going to go Bills, like, Jets, Giants. I like the idea of him with the Bills. I definitely like that. The idea of him with the Bills is exciting on a lot of levels. Also exciting, guys, tell everybody about your visitor that you uh, had at the house. Shout out to my guy, Tim, man. He came today, USX Pest. You actually talked to my wife earlier today about yeah, USX Oh, that Pest. too. She had a list here, Levac. I've showed you this list, right? It says chipmunks. There is a whole community in our backyard. Bird's nest. Living in our window. That's not living in our window. <laughs> Ants and wasps. Master bathroom. Some of these things I wasn't aware of, and I don't think they're accurate. Centipedes, mouses, spiders. Okay. We had but a long that's, list. That's huge, though, for a guy like Tim, because Tim comes in, and my house, I'm just like, he's like, all right, where are their problems? I'm like, I don't know. He's like, well, you, do you, what? Like, have you seen that? I'm like, sometimes there's bats in my bathroom. He's like, what? So I showed him that, and he's like, okay, I think you're good with what you've done so far, but we'll do this, we'll do this. And then he's like, we go down in the basement, and he's like, this was a mouse. Uh, this was a mouse trail at one point. I go at one point or right now. He goes, no, it's a, it's old now. I go, oh, okay, I don't care. But no, like he, yeah. But the list helps. That's good. It's so good. And these guys over at USX Pass can help you 
Inspect your home and figure out exactly what's going on. That was the biggest thing I took away from working with Tim today. He is so knowledgeable about what he's looking at. You were joking crazy, around about, right? right? Like the bat poops. I thought you were jo- yeah. He can go to house to house, room to room, and say, here's what's going on. Here's what needs to be fixed, and here's how we can do it. That's what you want. Professionals right. checking out your home. It's so important to make sure, especially with the summer on the way and that warm weather we had in the winter, how it's going to affect your home and what's going on in your neighborhood. Call them. Connect with them. Get an inspection done. Make sure your home is clean and ready to go for the upcoming summer months at USX Pest. I can't wait to see what they continue to do. The inspection's done. Now I'm looking forward to next week when we start taking some of these things down at old Gazi Bear's home. What I would like to start happening is when you go to USXPest.com and schedule your free inspection and Tim shows up, I'd like everyone to start calling him Guano Man because he knows bat poop. (laughs) Guano Man. Like, and if he calls me and goes, Jeff, why are people calling me Guano Man? I'll be like, you know why. You know why. Uh, you, I'm telling you. It's- USX Pest Online. Hello. We want Guano Man. Guano Man. I need the man who can read the bat poop. That's what I need. Uh, play of the day coming up next. LeVac and Gaz, Fox Sports Radio, 95.9 and 980 and the iHeartMedia app. Man, it is almost Memorial Day weekend for us, even though... Uh, Tommy Corporate in the other room is going to force me to work on a Memorial Day. You know what? I don't want to complain going into this wonderful weekend. I'm stunned the Red what? Sox do not have a game on Memorial Day. What? I'm you, stunned I'll by complain this. for both of us. You're making us work on Monday. Like, I didn't sign up to work on Mon- on holidays, okay? Like, I don't know if you remember this. I'm kind of a big deal, okay? A lot of people don't know this, but I'm almost famous. Leather-bound books? I, my, my house smells of rich mahogany, and I have several leather-bound books. <laughs> All right, now you complain about what you want to complain about. I'm stunned the Red Sox are not playing a Memorial Day. I'm not. I thought major- unpatriotic jerks. I thought Major League Baseball made a rule. It's like, hey, every team now has to play on opening day. Every team now has to play on July 4th. Like, is this what I'm saying they're forced to do that? It's good for the sport of baseball to have that happen. But nonetheless, we will have a live show on Memorial Day. So if you're barbecuing, Ugh. you're opening up your pool, you're Ugh. golfing, put us up on the iHeart app. Listen to us. We are live on Memorial Day, 3 to 5. Who else in the Capital Region is giving you live local content on Memorial Day? Like, what's the stance on me being sober for this show? That was that has not been written down, so there you go. All right. <laughs> Take that for what you want. I'm, I'm, I'm literally, I'm going to just do what I want. We'll see how it goes. Um, all right. Did you happen to catch the conversation that I was having with our with our engineer? Did you happen to catch that? With Dave, the engineer? I saw yeah. him outside. I saw you outside. I yeah. had no idea what you two talked about. Well, it's like, you know me. I'm a tech guy. Like, I love tech stuff. So, like, I, th- I think it's fair to say that we've never had an engineer that I did not become friends with. Absolutely. And Dave, is, and, Dave and I are becoming buddies. Like, it's happening. Like, it's, it's the odd couple. You know, he, he's... Like, we're both grumpy old men, but, like, you know, he, he's got a certain set of knowledge. I have a certain set of knowledge that you would think we wouldn't, we wouldn't gel, but we're gelling. It's I, happening. I, would, I know our best bet's coming up here. I would not have bet on that. Dave I, is a tough nut to crack. He is old school. Right. Well, you know, because you're kind of a wuss. You don't have the guts to, like, walk up and just talk to people, you know, feel them out, get a, get a feel <laughs> for it. Okay. But it's like I've noticed that everything I've said to Dave over the last month, because this is about a month, but this is one month yeah. of, of being here. Um. Everything I say to him, he's like, no, no, that's wrong. No. And I'm just like, well, everything I say can't be wrong. Like to the point where he goes to me the other day, like I, I see him and, and we're walking by each other. He goes, I go like, how you doing, Dave? He goes, good. How are you? I go, living the dream. He goes, not all dreams are good. I'm like, okay, you don't have to correct that. It's just, a, it's, it's, you know, it's a platitude. It's a nicety. It's, it's whatever. So 
we were talking about there's a microphone in the studio that doesn't that, that has like a sound to it that everybody's freaking out about. So I gave him my suggestion of what I thought it might be. And he went, no. And I went, you know, I go, I go, do you have to hate every idea I have? Can you just, can you just entertain one idea I have? And he looked at me and he literally went, I saw his like eyes roll over like he's thinking. And he goes, well, not for the reason you said it, but I guess we could kind of theorize that like basically like, all right, idiot, I feel bad now. <laughs> Let me make your idea about the windscreen being clogged work. So, so like, yeah, so that's, and then he walked away from me and he's never walked away from me before. So I feel like that's, I feel like we've now learned. I now have to give him an idea and then complain that he doesn't like my idea. He'll waste his time trying to make my idea make sense. And then he'll walk away from me without even saying goodbye. Chipping away. Just so chipping away. Next thing you know, friendship bracelets. It's going to happen. It's been, it's been a week. It's been a week. I haven't done well on any of my uh, my my plays of the day. I, I think I, I don't have I got like I don't think I've gotten a play of the day right that I didn't just go. I like your play of the day. So like I think my play of the day today, thanks to our friends at uh, Mohawk Chevrolet uh, in Balsa Spa, where I was this morning, where I picked up Scarjo, my beautiful new girlfriend, aka my Black Widow Silverado. My play of the day is I'm I'm not going to tell you what I'm betting. Okay, you know what? I'm glad you're pausing there because I think there's two things we need to clear up now because the math is done like this. This is technically our final Friday of the month because June flips over to next month. So let me make a declaration here, and I will do this next Friday. Mark it down. Ryan on Twitter. We love our guy Ryan. He came to the show yesterday. I will do the math, or our intern if we get one this summer. Somebody will do the math. Yeah. Then every final show in Friday – we're going to quickly tell you the stats of the month. Like, hey, Levac was 65% on baseball. You might want to follow him into June. Hey, he was 33% on Hawk. I would like to do a quick month recap because if people are wagering on our stuff, it's all about the numbers, trends, things like that. I think people will care about, oh, shoot, Gaz is 75% on it. That uh, stuff will matter. Gaz, yeah, you just, just thinking out loud. If I believe if you bet what Gaz has said so far on the play of the day, you're probably like 68 to 72%. I'm doing really well. Knock on wood. And I think if we're going to keep a sheet of integrity, people want to know how we're actually doing. Us, but we just are too lazy to do it. I will tell you that I would if, if I'm over 30% right now, I'd be amazed. I've reloaded my account three times. Okay? And that's that's in a month. I will go the entire football season without putting money in my account. I am... I am just I'm just bleeding cash at this point for the play of the day. So mine is the anti play of the day. So my my gift to everyone is I'm not going to tell you what I'm betting this weekend. <laughs> you would rather be cold, I think most sports fans, cold in May and June and get real hot in football season. If this is how sports investing goes, if you're cold one spot and warm another, you might be able to play like this. And I also would like to make this declaration because we mentioned this earlier in the month. So this is for everybody. If it is a Friday show, Memorial Day weekend we're heading towards. Everything is available to be played. So Saturday's on the table, yeah. Sunday's yeah, on the yeah. table, Friday's on the table. So our play of the day, thanks to Mohawk Chevrolet, we were there yesterday. And by the way, one other thing to add before I give my play out, you are all over the social media stuff. I don't think we mentioned that in today's show. You're on Instagram, you're on Facebook, Me? made an Instagram live, you! I'm uh, Yeah, I don't give out my Instagram though. That's just for family and friends. I'm, I'm saying Mohawk Chevrolet oh, has put oh, you on theirs throughout yeah, the day today, yeah, I should have yeah. said. And I'm not pretty. Like, I don't know why people want to put me... Like, I should be inside the truck where you can't see me, 
And then, like, the truck is beautiful. ScarJo is beautiful. So, like, I should just be in there going, yeah, I love it. And, like, like just like I would for a radio show. That's what I'm, I would think. Here's personally. my play. I'm going biased if you want to call it that. I'm going to a Saturday game, 4 o'clock first pitch, Orioles-Rangers at Camden Yards. The Orioles have a pitcher, number 64, long-haired fella, named Dean Creamer. He is becoming one of my favorite Orioles probably since Manny Machado. I love this guy. Right-handed pitcher right now 5-1 and one on the season. He's everything I like about the new style, the new era, we can call it, of baseball. that's right about baseball. This guy this just Kramer get, guy. This guy just gets the ball, gets it back from the catcher, and fires it in there. Remember Mark Burley from the White Sox? Yeah. Just get the ball fired in. Yep. All he does is throw strikes. Five and one on the season. Allegedly, I don't believe the stat here. They're trying to claim his ERA is over four and a half. I've watched him pitch, and maybe it was just one bad outing. But Kramer's been fantastic. I believe he's got a chance to not just be an all-star. And you love this. He might be in Cy Young contention. Oh, here we go. Late God May. is the king of giving away the May Cy Young. Dean Kramer, baby. Moneyline Orioles at home. Camden Yards. I believe they're going to be the favorite. You should still be able to get some decent wagering on that. But I would play Orioles Moneyline plus some Kramer Unders. Ooh, that sounded weird. Like it was yeah, getting weird. a coffee on a Saturday. I'm uncomfortable. Dean I'm, Kramer, baby. Number 64. That's my play for the weekend. If I was going to do anything Sunday, maybe Yankees, maybe over. Because... Hugh Darvish versus the Yankees always feels like an over game to me, even though Garrett Cole's on the bump for the Yanks. But again, don't 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 bet anything I say. That's the number one thing. Mohawk Chevrolet is my is my play of the day. They're amazing. They take great care of you. I I'm in a truck that I never thought I could be in, um, and, I, and I love it. I absolutely love it. So that 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 would be my play of the day. Also, over on canned beverages consumed by me this weekend while I do lawn work, and um, over. Number of times guys chokes on a salad this weekend. You know what? Before we head out for the weekend, why don't you tell us more about Mohawk Chevrolet? I would love to. I thought you'd never ask. Mohawk Chevrolet, Boston Spa. We did the show live there yesterday. It was phenomenal. Had a blast. Walked in today. Derek's my guy, right? So I walk up and Derek's waiting for me. He goes, I'm ready to get you in your, in your Black Widow. I'm like, you're my buddy. You're my pal. Derek's also a sports fan. Big NBA guy. So while they're finishing the detailing on my Silverado, they're going to talk NBA. This guy, could, he should do a segment for us on the NBA here. Ooh, the okay. He just knows the stuff. He's just rolling through what, I'm like, well, what about this? He hits his idea. I hit mine. Like, it was, it was a fun, good conversation. Enjoyed it. Meanwhile, I see, I see Scar Joe, the Black Widow, back in. Comes out. Jasmine, she's the one who's going to actually deliver the truck for me. This is how everything works. This is where it goes. Boom, boom, boom. All set. Go sign the papers. I got the truck. It's that simple. It's that easy. While I'm there, I see somebody pick up a very similar truck to my own. It's not a Black Widow, but it's a Black Silverado that they got through Car Bravo. So, like, you're seeing everything come together. Like, the Car Bravo part is working. Of course, we know Mohawk Chevrolet works. And, of course, I only think the Celtics won last night because Andy Gelcher was at the game. My Hanging guy. out with everybody. Yeah. Look at him. He, I didn't get to tell you this. He saw hmm. Dave Portnoy. Yeah. He goes to the Portnoy, introduces himself. They're shaking hands, take a picture. He goes, you overpaid for that house in Saratoga by a lot. And he called him an a-hole and walked away from him. So I think now, <laughs> but knowing like Portnoy on TV and knowing Andy Gelcher, something tells me we're going to see them run around the spot together. I think, I think I so, too. Like, I think it's going to be a thing. <laughs> so again, Car Bravo, Mohawk Chevrolet, find new roads to Car Bravo at Mohawk Chevrolet, where they always go out of their way to please you. We'll talk to you Monday, 3 o'clock. Have a 
fantastic and safe weekend. Levac and Goss, Fox Sports Radio 95.9 and 980.